Some people don't get married because they don't like girls at all, and some people don't get married because they like them all a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a homosexual experience? No. Why are you? <laughs> but it's <No>. early. <laughs> Welcome to Club Random with Bill Maher. Tonight, William Shatner. Hello. I'm going to get out of this chair. You're not getting anywhere. I, I, I'm going to get out of this chair. I'm going to get right in your chair I'm like a ventriloquist dummy. We're going to do an act. How strong you are. Look at that. You've been working out. Hey, I don't, do you know, work I don't out? know what you think this club random is. <laughs> well, I'm behind a post. Look, look at where I am. I'm uh, behind a post, and i got a white light, and I'm looking for dancing girls. There's nobody here. No, this is a ventriloquist act. Ventrilo you to my, to my stick your hand up my ass, <laughs> and then I... <laughs> Insult the audience. You know, so I, I'm so, so flattered you're here. Thank you so. Well, I can't I, believe I you, you. are at my club random. I know. I'm is really. It new? I'm tickled. It's new. It is so old, but it, we we basically just made what I've been partying in for 20 years. Have you really? Yeah. This when I bought this house, it was owned by a movie star. Uh, it had video games in it. No interest to me. Uh, but it was like this cool, I mean, you saw that door is like... Yeah. The, well, the whole room is kind of antiqued. It's got a feel. Yeah, well, it so, feels like cement. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that, because when you party here, you can't ruin it. So what do you mean by a party? What, what happens? What happens? What do you mean? I've never been to a Hollywood party. Okay? Oh, stop no, it. No, I, I'm, uh, I'm serious. Stop it. I've never been to a Hollywood party. Is this a Hollywood party? <laughs> when I when you were putting your hand up my ass, that was a Hollywood party. Well, that was comfortable. <laughs> but but what happens here? What What do you mean? What happens? What happens here this, when when I'm not here? This talking to people. Yeah. I mean, are you asking me have I ever had sex in this room? Of yes. course, it's a room. <laughs> but I, wait, you have been to a Hollywood party, Bill. How could you have avoided that? Bill, uh, if somebody said to me, uh, I bet there's a lot of drugs in Hollywood. <laughs> I would say, no, there's not. Well, I've that's, seen only, okay. That's you different know, than go never going to a party. I agree. I don't, if someone said to me, where do you get cocaine? I would say, I don't know. It's not 1988. I don't know anymore. How about if somebody said, come to the opening of this show. I'm going to, uh, it's going to be a, an opening of this show, and <laughs> so I'm inviting a lot of people. <laughs> okay. And I would go to that thing. I wouldn't know anybody there. And the reason for this is because you're... I don't know. ...too good for everybody? I don't think that's the answer. Well, uh, not... Too, okay. Where too, would you too, rather be? Too where, intellectual for the Hollywood no. crowd. Where would no, you rather be? No, because I think be? that's what it is. You think I'm too intellectual? I do. Well, I, I don't even know the crowd to be superior to. I mean, I've, well, you've been on the scene for about 40 years. I feel like it's impossible not to know, kind of get a know, knowing of who you are. And you're not shy about doing something like this, where we see you as no, I, you. I love, I love it. Right. It, so it's a challenge. I feel like I know you. To, a, a, well, and me, you, but, well, I, but I don't know you well enough. Right. Well, that's what this is for. But uh, I know you well enough. What are you looking for? <laughs> Liquor, as always. <laughs> oh. uh, I, I know you well enough yeah. to think that that have, that's my suspicion, because you know, Truman Capote once family famously said, all actors are dumb, which is generally true. But the ones like you who are not dumb, you don't fit in with the crowd. You don't. I don't fit in with the crowd either. Neither but one you, of us... But it's your politics that doesn't fit in with the crowd. Well, yeah. my politics fits in with people who are independent thinkers. Or is there a, is there a ruling for independent thinkers? Uh, I'm an independent thinker, so you have a ruling... I don't right. know, I mean, but what, what I mean is, people you know are not the filmmakers and the actors that uh, preen themselves. You, you, you ride with a, 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 an intellectual, <laughs> politically alert uh, group of people. Well, you should have seen me Friday night. You wouldn't say that, but look, uh, I, like, I like the full range, you know, I like to party here with anybody. That's really the provenance of this podcast was the idea that people kept saying to me, you know, we see this other side of you. You know, we see you all the time. You're out, you're partying, you're this kind of thing. Um, it's, well, you why can't don't you put be, it on film? 
Yes, because I can't be that guy on real time because I'm, you know, it, there's very serious people there. I, I hope I'm funny, but it's a kind of a different level than this. To me, there's no greater pleasure than shooting the shit with somebody I like. Really, in the whole and that's world. What, and, and that's what I do. Really? Yeah. Well, who do you do it with? You had uh, one of the guys who works for you here. I was a little early, so I sat in the chair, and uh, and I, his name escapes me now. Good-looking guy. He's been with you a long time. And we were talking about um, uh, making uh, electricity and uh, mm. and uh, small uh, things that do that. And... And so I got him talking. He was talking. And he was in the background, his jersey, and he had a shop and his thing, and he met, and he knew you, and he went with you. And, and it was a fascinating interview. Right. If that would have been the party, you know, so, and I, it's time to leave, I would have said to well, whoever I was with, boy, I just met an interesting I guy. I think you should become a regular at Club Random because I think I can solve this problem. Come here. We'd love to have you, and I think you'll have a good time. You know, it's like... My mother, at the end, she, all her problems could have been solved if she just smoked pot. She was underweight, didn't laugh enough. There was even a book called, like, The Grandmother's Guide to Smoking Pot, I sent her. And, you know, she was... Why did you feed it to her? <laughs> feed it Come on, Grandma, <laughs> take a little lick. It's, it's not it my looks grandma, like my ice mother, cream. not my grandmother. <laughs> but she was an old lady who was a widow who was, yes, bored, bored, not laugh enough, and weighed 90 pounds and needed to get the munchies. And uh, if she could just, uh, you know, done that. So I think it's very so, much... But why didn't she? I'm saying she? you should come why to Club she? Random. I, uh, I used to smoke grass fairly often. You like used to smoke weekend. grass, but just come to Club Random. Yes, I, I would love to. If that's an invitation, I accept. Uh, but talking about grass, I kind of fell out of it because... It does make you think, it does give you the munchies. And I don't need the oh, munchies because yeah. I'm a foodie. It does make you think, I don't know if it's creatively, certainly originally. I mean, you're going over stuff that you haven't Phil, thought of. You, you are a, a, an amazing specimen because I know your age. And you look like you could play the beefy 60-year-old... I hate that first word. Well... <laughs> I think alive is a great word at 90. You know, like beefy, is that's not fat. It just means you could play that, you know, Charles Durning guy. Charles but, Durning, oh God, it's getting worse. But, but at 60, I'm saying you could play the part of a 60 Yeah, but uh, why couldn't I be like a, a thin, slim 60? You could play Charles Durning. <laughs> well, Bill, that part's up to you. Uh, yeah. That I... <laughs> But I'm just saying, you look great. You're, I mean, you're a fucking force of nature because, and, and it, to me, this is like very important because I'm 66, which is not certainly it's four considered. Four years away from 70. I know. I Have you thought not, of that? No, Bill. It, you're the first one to uh, brought up the idea. But uh, does it occur to you I'm, all the time or is it just? All the time. Yeah. All the fucking time. And I remember an interview you did in some magazine, like, I don't know what, but it was when you, because I remember the line you said was, you were, maybe you were on, like, Boston... Uh, Legal? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to help you, man. I just... I don't want you floundering. This is a good well, show, <laughs> and you floundering is not a good, good image. Well, again, hardly a show, but uh, Boston Legal, okay. So, and, I, and you said, and it was like Max, and one of those were, like, a one-page thing with an iconic person, and you were, like, 75. He said, and you said, like... If this is what 75 feels like, uh, I, I can't, I don't know what to tell yeah, you. Yeah, but, but then, uh, so 75 is kind of young. You, you know, you're, uh, you're nine years old. No, away you were here. saying you, you didn't feel it at all. No, well, I understand. So, so now uh, progress that to 15 years, 16 years later, and the prevalent uh, emotion is, am I dying? You're not close. I mean, again... No, no, the feeling. Like, oh, Jesus, oh. I'm tired. I've been, you know, like, uh, like I'm full. I don't want to eat anymore. Am I dying? That that thing occurs to me but, all the time. But you're not very wrinkled. You're like, you're, your face is alive. You know, people just, you either look... When you see somebody, you immediately take in information that you don't even... 
You're unaware of no. Right. But you just look at a person. And when you, you get and stoned, you, you realize you've taken it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you go, this person is either attractive. You know, they say, I mean, come on. You look at or they're man, dying. They, they're, they're or, is or they just don't look quite right. You can't put your finger on it, but they're kind of gray. You look robust. You know, you, <laughs> you're going to hate the words I choose. Beefy but is, I believe, the word you Henry VIII. You know, it's, it's, these are good. <laughs> you know, he was a very... Skinny little fart. He was a very <laughs> powerful guy, but he was like hale and ruddy. And it looked healthy. You yeah. look healthy. No, I'm healthy. I am. I, have, uh, I just got off a horse. I was This morning, I spent time on a new horse. Back from space, I thought. Yeah, well, I I did that too. I have to. Oh my God! I have to ask you about that. But I just want to say one more thing about the aging thing. It's funny you ask me that about like. Do you well, think about it every day? Yeah. Did you at that age? Uh, far younger, like. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, they're, they're uh, twenty-five. They're right? twenty-five, and you're thirty. Right. You know this thing about passages, mm -hmm. right? So you get to thirty, and you're thinking, okay, it's good. Yeah. Now's the time, you're supposed to be a passage where you begin to realize your dreams of 20. And if you're not realizing your dreams of 20, but, are you getting dispirited? Oh, or maybe I should change well, what I'm doing. I'm guessing since you, what were you, 36 when Star Trek hit, something like, something that? like that? See, I was almost the exact same age when I got politically incorrect. The sign is right behind you. Um, I, I'm so old I can't turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like for me, I don't know for you, but like 20s, you're not quite expected to have made it yet. But when you peek into your 30s and you still haven't, that to me was the roughest time. See, and that for an the actor. Same with you. Well, you, you're in, you're even a more, you're in even a more ephemeral uh, position. You're going to go up and you're going to stand in front of an audience. I see, I, I worship two, two things. I worship a great voice, a great mm. singing voice, because it's just like magical, yeah. and stand-up comics. Mm. Stand-up comics are, are stripped naked bare. Yeah. When that, when that oh, routine yeah. is there, there are no extra words. There's no extra motion. Emotion gets in the way of the laugh. You know exactly where you have to be and what you have to do. Oh, yeah. It's stripped bare. It's pure. A great stand-up comic is pure. Well, listen, I just got back from Miami. I taped my 12th stand-up special for HBO. It's on April 15th. I really hope you watch it because I think it'll fulfill what have you want. Have that gentleman who I talked to remind me. Call I will him. remind you because okay. I'm going to get your number. Yep. I mean, you've already had your hand yep. up my ass. Yep. The very least and, you and, and, and you need a little help. Oh, with and the... you know, <laughs> speaking of that, this is what I was going to say. Have you aging. tried the hemorrhoid cream? <laughs> no, but I was just going to say, like, the worst thing about you, you said, like, do you think about it all the time? Because there are things that make you think of it. Like, there are just things when you're older that you never used to do. Okay, you want to know what makes me think of it? Right here? Getting out of this fucking chair. The chair is so deep that to get out of it is a real effort. And it's, it's, it's an example of how stiff your bones get and your muscles get. So I didn't want to get out to, to show how I, stiff I was. I, first of all, I threw myself on you and sat on you. So well, you couldn't good. have gotten up if you wanted to. No, but... That's not usually how I greet you, the guests. You actually stretched a couple of muscles by sitting on Okay, it's time to do ads. Uh, don't lose your shit. I've never done ads, but that's part of podcasting. Club Random is brought to you by SignalWire. Today, online video calls can have issues. Joining a call is clunky with bad quality. Uh, lag creates awkward pauses between speakers. You can't hear multiple people talking at once. True, so fucking annoying. SignalWire is an advanced communications platform that allows product builders and developers to create more natural, real-time, interactive experiences. SignalWire has everything from one-to-one -one video calls to interactive broadcasts and thousands of participants and can be easily integrated into any app, product, or website. They have superior audio and video quality and use less bandwidth. SignalWire is the only choice of TV and film studios that need remote looping and audio re-recording. Go to SignalWire.com slash video to sign up for a free account and mention Bill Maher or Club Random to receive an additional 5,000 video minutes for testing your app or integration. Go to SignalWire.com slash video today. Fucking nailed it. I recently had the experience of having to send my shit 
away in the mail. Have you done this? No, I. You've I, never I sent your no, shit away. No, you never knew who's going to get a hold of your shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it just—it's that that kind of thing that you didn't used to do. That right. now you, that makes you—it's—it fucks because with they've your head. discovered that your bacteria of your whole gut is coming out of well, your. Well, because shit. they need to check you, or yes. you have to check. So yes. I'm sending my shit away in the mail. All right, so the it, it, you it tell me you've the never done that. You've well, never. Come I've on. had. I've, you should. No. Well, you <laughs> scoop it up and you put it in a little plastic thing. <laughs> you send it and, away and in the mail. I carry it. I don't want to. <laughs> like a doggy bag. I always think that's you the know, worst job in the world. Is some poor schmuck all day opens up boxes and that, oh look, it's and, and your urine example. You know, I, how many times have you peed a, into a urine thing? I want to put a diamond in one time, just so they can open up the box and go, oh, fuck, that's really, this, hey, this time it's a diamond. No, it, Usually it's, it's either it's, been cooked oh, inside your body or you swallowed your wife's Stranger shit, and that it would be such a morale booster around the office because, like, they would think, "Oh, well, once in a while, we could see diamonds." We got to follow around. They're like, "Fucking diamond!" That would be very funny. You know, Ava Gardner was. You know the story about Ava Gardner? Speaking of boxes, you know the story of Ava Gardner? This great beauty, but still, she used to shit. Still hot, right? Well, when you see pictures of her or in a oh movie, oh my god! Yeah, but most of the actresses in that era are not vulnerific. She is. She was. The rumor was, at least I read about it. She she was got to be an alcoholic. I mean, she was really oh, sure. in her cups. She's married to Sinatra, wouldn't you? I don't know. If you were married to Sinatra, all I know is the rumor was every so often when she needed to, she'd squat down in a lobby <laughs> hotel. <laughs> What? And pass a diamond. I mean, it's... What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You had me going with that. Uh, but just the picture of Ava Gardner uh, squatting and crapping, it's just like, it's like overboard. Like, wow. Wouldn't right. You like, wouldn't you like to see that? You know what? I wish I was the kind of guy who could say, you know what? I'd still fuck her if she was shitting on my dick. But I, I'm not that guy. I mean, as hot as she was, you don't I'm know sorry. That. Shit turns you me on. You do? Well, that's... I, well, I, no. Well, it, I mean, your I, pe period, I'll fuck you on your period, but nothing with shit. Not on my period. And not, <laughs> and not food. People who involve food with sex are doing it wrong. I don't get that. I don't, never got that. Never got that. Yeah, no. You that, never used any sort of... Popsicle. Food, uh, popsicles. Well, no. I mean, lick, I lick, uh, whipped cream, anything, uh, edible panties. Uh, no, never. No. Well, what's an edible panty made of? Uh, How edible is a panty? <laughs> well, that's a very good question. Very good question. That's <laughs> why you have to send your that's, shit out because uh, you have too much. My dog passes rubber gloves. He eats rubber gloves, oh. so I go and he's scrolling, oh. and out pops oh. a rubber glove. So here you are. Oh. Send, uh, where, where does he get the glove? He picks up a glove from somebody. Well, somebody, well when, you, when we were wearing... You've got to be careful. No, well, oh. he's a big Doberman. I don't know how to deal with that. Well, by not leaving gloves around. I don't. I'm Workmen come in and drop, on a, you. <laughs> drop a glove. <laughs> they are you, drop are a you glove. an animal lover, Bill? Say again. Are you an animal lover? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a PETA board member since the 90s. A PETA board? PETA. P, the PETA, the People for the Ethical Treatment oh, oh, of Animals. Oh, of course. You know, uh, yes, yes. People who yes. have made well, the, the, incredible strides. Well, in. you being a PETA board makes you a PETA a little overboard. <laughs> it is not overboard. So you're not an animal lover? No. Well, I, I'm just asking. I worship animals. Oh. Well, you ride horses. Dogs. You ride dogs? Oh. <laughs> and, uh, again, I, I'm citing you for several yeah, violations. No, here, but I, I, I'm, I'm. Uh, that's my life is dogs and horses. Oh, uh, but More than when people. you get into the question that they are into, mm. for example, of the mustangs in uh, in the in the southwest, right. the question of what do you do with animals that are overgrazing is a really profound one. What do you mean overgrazing? The grazing of the natural of the national parks is beef, uh, herds of whatever's there, antelope, elk, whatever. Everybody's competing for the food, the natural, the grass, and along comes the uh, the, the mustangs, and so, they need their share of the grass too, and everybody starves. So, what are you saying? It would be better if we captured the horses and and domesticated them. 
Well, well, they do that a lot, but I'm sure a lot of them aren't domesticated. They catch a lot. And I mean, people always say, like, you know, my horse, he loves it. I'm like, are you? is your horse Mr. Ed? How the fuck do you know if your horse loves it? I mean, I know people feel uh, I understand. a kinship with the horse. I understand. But it's, it is something that you could just be, you know, intimating because you want to believe that the horse is enjoying you riding yes. it. Yes, you have to discipline a horse into a skill. The skill I, I'm into uh, around here is reining, sliding horses, moving, the, doing a 180 degree turn, running down the full length, sliding down, turning around. I, I, I compete on all that, yeah. I have a, a horse show. That doesn't sound like something the horse would enjoy. And yet, the horse has a skill that's been trained into it, much like any other athletic being. And you say, hit that ball, hit that ball, hit that ball. I says, this is no fun. Come on. Why couldn't, what's his face, uh, 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 hit, hit a, a free throw? Why couldn't he hit a free throw? You're talking about like Shaq? Yeah, why couldn't oh. Shaq hit a free throw? Mental. When he took instruction, he began to hit it. Huh. You train the horse, he goes, I slid. Oh, shit, I slid. You're saying he works for his money. He works for his money. Let me ask you this. Do you, most people would say, I mean, most people like some animals, certainly pets, but they would say, well, they enhance my life with people. Other I people, don't think that at all. I'm asking, yeah. So, you know, you think they... No, you know how I had my hand up your ass just now. <laughs> eh? Did that feel good or did that not feel good? Well, I hate to admit it. Okay, it, it no, good. don't hate to admit it. Admit it with enthusiasm. <laughs> I loved it. And two fingers, okay. Shatner. But, okay. you know, it is, it is William Shatner doing it. Okay, I so mean, maybe the dog is doing the same thing. Hey, he's my master. He's teaching me to sit down when I say sit. But, the, <laughs> but Bill, what I was actually asking is, um, like, do people would say enhances my life. Whereas, like, I only live with dogs. They, Have you had dogs here? Of course. I've always had two dogs. Um, and, and that's the perfect number, by the way. It is the they, perfect they number. Have their own, they exactly. have themselves, and they, and they yes. have enough for you. Right. And when you're not there, they have a buddy. Yeah, it's fantastic. Exactly. It's it works out. Okay. But, like, to me, they really replace having a person. I think they're better, you know, because... That's sad. <laughs> I, thought because, you, I thought you were going to say you're the same no, way. No, no, well, you're not the same only way. when I haven't you had but you're not in the time. Yes. Right well, now? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, um, I'm living with my wife. Uh, that's, uh, a that's, whole other, people that's a whole other That's what people something. normally do when they live with their wife. That's a whole other subject. You say it like it's, I, I don't like know it's a novel. <laughs> I'm living with my wife. Well, wow. Some, the, some <laughs> people, my wife's over wow. there and I'm over here. <laughs> Long-term marriages can evolve that way sometimes. I never got the marriage thing, but, you know. Why didn't you get married? Because it's stupid. I mean, because it's fucking stupid. I mean, who's happy with it? Everyone gets divorced. It, what, there's a book out now. Have you seen this? It's been reviewed everywhere. No. It's a book where this woman shits on her husband for 250 pages. The slug line I read in the excerpt was, uh, do I hate my husband? Oh, yeah, sure. But... They stay married. Why? You know, it, why, exactly? Because it's all about how tedious and awful marriage is. And it's like, but again, there's divine in the title. And I'm like, where is the divine here? Where's that part? The she divine. never quite gets to that. Like, See, but but read through that. What did she say? I'm still, she's an asshole. And, I'm still, and I don't like him. And I'm, But I'm still with him. And she's still with him. And the same reason people have pets because there's continuity, and well, there's this... Now that's sad. That's sad. Welcome. And that's codependency, right. I mean, she talks about this guy. She Everything about him is, like, super grating, which I understand when you... But, like, you know, he's always clearing his throat, so my phlegmy husband, you know. <laughs> and really, I, she goes in, into Jeez, such detail. Awful. She compares him to a pile of laundry at one oh point. Oh, my in God. In the morning before he had his coffee, he's smelly, inert, and barely sentient. Uh, you know, it's just what... He's a pussy. Like, when he has a little ache or pain, you never hear the end of it. Uh, and then, and other times, I... I remember that handsome professor and still think I'm married to him. It's like, 
Okay, but like, is it worth wading through all this to get to that one of few well, moments where you have a, she, a spark? How long of, has she been married? It sounds like fifteen years. They have well, like fifteen. Two, yeah, so she's, like she's, she's 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 still yeah, com two comparatively young. Yes, I would say the, from the picture, I would say forties. So does she feel? Do you think in the read of the in the book does she feel that she could find do do better if she went out there? I, it's so. That's what's. That's what I'm saying. What is the point of this? She goes on and on and on about the things that I've or when you ask me that question, why didn't you ever get married? Read well, this theoretically. Book. If you read this, what everyone says, uh, uh, of course, why would How anyone... long have you lived with somebody uh, in your life? Okay, I lived with someone once for, oh God, that was a long time ago, like, oh, I don't know, a year. And then and that was another it? year. Yes, I think twice I lived with someone for a year. I'm and, not, and I'm then, not, it's not my and, thing. And then what? A, a week, a day, a month? And, the, and then it ended. What? But now, a week, a day, a month? What do you mean? Living with or... I'm not living with anyone. I'm living with Chico and Chula. Okay, That's so nobody saying. is in your bed in, at night, so you oh, wake I, up beside them in the morning? I didn't say that. Well, so is that one night or ten nights? Oh, Mom. No, I, I can't. tell me. I, no. Don't give me Mom. What? What? What is the I, continuity I in your life other than... Uh, 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 going on stage and, and being funny. Let's say that's the continuity in my life. That that's, is the that's continuity. That's the continuity that I need. I mean, you know, I've always been married to my career. I mean, any woman would always have to be a mistress to that. I mean, that's just the way it is. I think I was hurt when I was in high school uh, by, you know, dumped by my first high school girlfriend. And I think at that moment, something in me went, don't ever put your eggs in that basket for happiness. Yeah. Make career the okay, thing Okay, go a little that... earlier. Your mom was alone. Uh, your dad had died? Well, yeah, my mother was a widow for 15 years. For 15 years? Yeah. How long had she been married? 41. So you left really early. You left home really early. Why do you say that? I left home the normal time to go to college after 20, yeah. 18. 18. Yeah. You were 18 and left home? Yeah. Did you ever go back? No. See? I mean, to visit. Yeah, but you, you no. said, I'm, I'm now, I, you earned your money, you paid your... I had a your... lot of pride. I had, I mean, starting out as a comic, you make no money, so I sold pot. I was, I literally still had the money I had from cutting lawns and shoveling driveways yeah. as a kid that I saved. Yeah. Uh, but... You know, I had, I, I was developing a movie, and the, the, one of the big scenes was uh, the, the agent, the, the comics agent, and the father of a girl he loved, there was a party. And in the party were all the comics. There were a lot of comics. So the camera passing by, we'd catch uh, laugh lines of some kind. Take my wife, please, and then you'd go on. You know? so, so I interviewed a lot of comics. Young really? comics. Yeah. I must have ordered... I'm how, old a were you? how old am how, I? At the time. Now, how old were you at this moment? It was about 15 years ago. Okay. Oh, uh, so recently? Yeah, re oh, very okay. recently. Uh, and I still have the screenplay. It's a wonderful screenplay. And, and so the camera's vastly my camera, uh, uh, comics. So I interviewed a lot of young comics. And I got a sense of what you were going through, did when you were a kid. Yeah. And the underground that, I don't know whether it still exists, but that underground comedy store where you'd get a few hundred dollars, a hundred dollars, oh. and they'd come in their car, and they may sleep in their car, and they drive to the next gig. We didn't make hundred. We made three. We got cab fare. We took a hundred dollars. We never... No kidding. Yes. And it wasn't underground, but it was the, the showcase clubs. Yes, that's where I started. That's where <clears throat> every comic started in the last 40 years. After, I mean, the Catskills was... A well, thing the of Catskills a different was something era. else. Yes, I'm saying that was yeah. that era. Yeah. In the 60s, late 60s, it moved. Well, the improv in New York was the first. That was 1962, 60 uh -huh. years ago. Um, and that was the first showcase club. That took over from the Catskills as the place where a young comic would, would develop, be yeah. bad, as yeah. they say. Yeah. And we all were. I started in like 79, 80. Okay. That was a big, you know, the, it would become a big thing by then. There was too many. Comics. The underground, you mean? I mean, it wasn't the underground. It, there was, they were very. Oh, oh there were the. the They're showcase clubs the, where the, you get three dollars, and the, you know, club owner made a fortune uh, because he was giving you stage time, and you needed that. You needed a place where you could not be great, so that was the deal. So you got so, no money. Okay, so tell me because. 
I have on occasion been on stage where it's failing, and it's like the end of the world. I mean, you just with comedy. Uh, yeah. You mean like a joke that doesn't land in a script? Right, but it goes on. I mean, you would go on to to. to it's not working for a length of time. It isn't one joke. It's like oh, shit. oh you know, like a play. Well, like a play, but yeah. in your case, the set isn't working. Nobody's laughing because of something. Either your material is bad, or well, you're, or you're, you're. But that, I mean, yes, that is the nightmare that is your first five years. In that's this what business. I'm talking about. But after that, how do you survive that? You, if you do, it's like war. If you survive the barrage, you know. Yes, you're you're good to go at a certain. How do point. you survive? Get off the stage! God, yes. you smell. That's oh. terrible. Get him out of here. Or just, or they just bring the, when you, the, when the, you the just hook. feel that they hate you, uh, just you know you feel it. Yeah, it's it's not a, not sometimes heckling. Just it's silence. Yeah, and it's contempt or pity, pity <laughs> when you feel people pity you. Those are the kind ones. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I made it worse. Because you know, I would lash back out at them sometimes. I was on. You were angry. Yes. Well, you're you're angry. And, yes. And, you're angry. And, okay. I've you're come. Angry. To, I've come to the. What were you angry? You're about? angry that that you, the joke is a gift that you are giving the audience. Right. And right. they don't get it. Right. So you're like. I gave you this beautiful gift, right. and you fucking morons right. flew right over your head, you right. fucking asshole. You don't say... Fuck you. Okay. That's what you really want to say. And unfortunately, when I was young, I said exactly that. <laughs> I, could, I wish I could have couched this something. So how do you survive that? I mean, that's what survival of the fittest means. You know, you have what it takes to take, take the fucking blows and do it your way. But, of course, what was happening is your material wasn't good enough. It wasn't your delivery. It wasn't them. Very it much wasn't so. funny. It, correct. It was both. Sometimes well, the audience was... No, no. You can't blame the audience. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Well, I can. Because it's easier, no, because instead no, of blaming yourself... No, because some audiences are good and some audiences are bad, just the way some people are stupid and some people that are That isn't so. But, 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 wait a minute, let me get to my point. If they don't laugh, it's not them, it's your joke. It's both, Bill. Okay, we'll agree to disagree, but I'm telling you, as a comedian of 40 years, I think most comics would say the same thing. There are audiences where, no, I'm sorry, it is them. Because we've done the same joke a hundred times. That's right. It's universal. And other audiences... So something happened. But why do the audiences... A hundred audiences found it funny and this one audience well, was like this. Maybe we're talking about two different stages. The stage that we're talking about, uh, the period of time we're talking about, is like that five-year yes. conditioning time. No, I'm, I'm admitting, when you're, especially when you're starting, yes, a lot of the reason why you are not well-received is because you don't deserve to be. Because, yes, your, audience, your material point. is is juvenile, you're just starting out, you're, you're trying to just find something to get that oxygen of laughter on stage every 15 seconds, and you do a lot of stupid things and say a lot of uh, bad jokes. Yeah. But at a certain point, I'm telling you, there is such a thing as a bad audience. When does it evolve? When does the... Uh, the, a lot of the comics I talked to, I said, how did you know I wanted to be a comic? Well, I could make my high school uh, friends laugh at a party, and I would tell them funny things, and they would laugh. Oh, hey, I could, make the, I could be a comic. Th that's generally the story. Is that not your story? Well, I, I knew I wanted to be a comedian when I was, I would say, less than 10 years old. Were you making people laugh at nine? I was, like family parties. Like yes. I would, I, and... I, I do th think back at this one teacher I had, this English teacher. Now I think back, he must he was super gay. And I just, I was a kid. I didn't understand. I, did he have his hand up your ass? He, <laughs> not in the way you did, Bill. But he was good. Uh, but he picked me to, like, be, there was a talent show senior year in high school. And he said, you know, you should MC that. And the fact that somebody... Somebody in this world, like, without me ever saying it to anybody else, recognized it and said, you should do that, I think was a big boost because they're like, okay, maybe I'm not crazy and it's not just in my mind, this teacher who I have no idea is gay, but you later have, in life, Did you have realize. those thoughts? Because I didn't have those thoughts. I didn't, when I was good in a play, uh, I didn't think, oh, that's a, I don't know, I just, 
I was destined to do, to be an actor. I never thought of doing anything else. Right, there you go. You? No, I'm saying I never did either. I just, mean, yeah. You just went walking along and you made a joke and, and then made two. And You know, it's something, and also what makes an actor uh, so good is just like there's something we can't quantify, describe. We just like to watch you on the screen. We do. I mean, look at your career. You never, ever stopped working. You went from one series to the next, movies. People just, wherever, they just, some we, people just have that factor. I know. And, we and, just want to be around you. That's fantastic. But <laughs> For you. <laughs> for it's me. fantastic for you. I don't know about you. Some other schmuck who didn't get a job <laughs> acting. It was... When did you become political? When did, uh, what was his name? My used father, to carry the, my father was a newsman. My father was radio news, so it was always in my house. So he was on radio as radio? Yes. No, well, back in the days when, when every radio station had news at the top of yeah. the hour. Yeah, yeah. And um, he was one of the, there was a st staff announcers, you know, you remember this era. Yeah, of course. And uh, I remember once, we'd, once a year, like, we'd go into Daddy's office, and I'd meet all the other announcers, and they would scare the shit out of me because they had these booming. Well, they had the voice. They had Hello, the voice. young man. Hello, I'm Bob 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 How are you? I'm Shannon. Hello, young man. <laughs> 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 Daddy. But that was my. That was you know. So I grew up steeped in it because the you know he was a news guy, and so my parents and my parents were hip, you know. But it's one liberal. thing to be an anchor or to read the news; another to make editorial comment. Right. That is almost oh, a, no, di no. almost I, a I diatribe. Def I definitely knew what their politics were. They were, you know, liberal Democrats, um, especially for the time we lived in. They were, they were outliers to most people, I think. Well, you know, they yeah, weren't but, fucking the weathermen, but, but you know, they were, they were concerned about the liberal, the old school liberal values that I think I still hold, and I, I feel like came directly through them to me but you more don't suffer fools no they could have a different opinion of whether there should be more or less taxes but right. it's the fools that you don't abide by no i hate fool well who who has especially bill when we get older we get let's be honest less patient especially with stupidity and fools and people who waste our time but, because we could be reading if you're not interesting i don't mean you in particular yeah. But, like, I can be reading and having a good time, you yeah. know, right? Do you read a lot at home? At oh, home? no, I hate reading. I watch TV. <laughs> no, I mean, of course. I mean, I, <laughs> reading. You mean, Are you serious? You mean slow TVs? <laughs> books? <laughs> okay, so uh, time to read an ad. If you are like me and care about what goes on in your body, uh, I, I will vouch for that. Uh, then it's time to try Native Personal Care Products Every Native product is thoughtfully formulated to keep you feeling and smelling fresh all day long. Native deodorant offers 24-hour odor protection, naturally derived ingredients like coconut oil, shea butter, and baking soda, a smooth residue-free application, and over 10 cents to choose from. Make the switch from an antiperspirant to Native. When you visit their site, you can discover all their fresh scents and maybe even try out one of their moisturizing body washes while you're at it. Smell and feel fresh all day long with Native. Get 20% off your first order by going to nativedo.com slash random or use promo code random at checkout. That's nativedeo.com slash random or use promo code random at checkout for 20% off your first order. So pro. When you went up into space, did you like bring a book just in case there was like a delay or you know, there like, was a delay? <laughs> there was and, right. That, and, I mean, I must tell you, I hate to be like the now. I have to like, oh god, I can't believe I'm saying this, but because I try to not. I mean, as you can see by this, this is not <laughs> the way you normally are <laughs> interviewed by a person. But I have to say, I have to ask one question that is like the same question that a fucking like twink on the local news or anyone would ask you, but once in a while they stumble upon something that I also would find, I have to ask, it's so cliche, but I am curious, like, did that actually change you when you go up and... It did. And don't fucking bullshit me. No, I won't. Okay. So it really... The reason, the reason what I did inadvertently against everything that I thought, because I was, uh, we went to uh, uh, Blue... Uh, uh, origin 
uh, a year before it was even thought of. Uh, Jason Ehrlich, who's a friend of uh, ours, uh, uh, Jason said, you know, you should go up in that Blue Origin thing. I, said, I don't want to go up there. It's a lot of... Oh, Bezos didn't ask you? Himself? Uh, not originally. Huh. So we went up and sold, you know, with Shatner up there, okay, come up to Seattle and, and uh, talk to us about it. So Jason and I went up to Seattle, went into the lobby, and in the lobby is all Star Trek. It's the ship, uh, the original ship is under a glass dome, and there was Jeff. And how do you do? Jeff Bezos, you know, he's a, he's a cool guy. I love him. I, I, he's I, a really I, he's cool a guy. Fun, I had the yeah. I was able to interview him, yeah. very much like we're doing now. Right. And, and get stories. No, he, from he him. gets down. I mean, he you know, not a crazy man, but like, he's not stuffy. No. He listens to you. He, yeah. You know, like some people of that level, like you, you don't feel like you're ever really connected. Exactly. He's like looking at you. He's laughing. Yeah. He, he, if you say something good, he like, oh, I got to remember that and write it, in my, on my phone. You know, he, he's he's thrilled with life. He fucking loves his girl. And she, yeah. I mean, and the they, girl they, loves uh, him. Yes, they seem to be very much in love. I mean, yeah. it's nice to be around people like that who are happy. I yeah. Mean, I mean, if you couldn't be happy with everything he has, then you're just an asshole. Well, I don't know about that. But well, that's come another... on. If you have everything... No, man, you... that isn't happiness. No, but I'm saying... Happiness you... is this. This is happiness. Right. <laughs> no, but you're sitting in your chair. Right. You're going to smoke a doobie. Oh, it's gonna... no. no. It's going to be great. This is a clove cigarette. Bullshit. Oh, Bill, please. I, I'm well. I'm well is it known. Against the law? I'm well, I'm a well-known <laughs> clove cigarette smoker. Uh, right. You have. You really am not. It's more like following a, clo a cloven hoof cigarette. <laughs> following my career as closely as I would like to. And anyway, whatever it is, you're having a good time. This is happiness. You're you right. and I. I said are, that You before. and I are communicating. I love it. A long it. time. I've admired you for so long. And I, you. And here we are talking. Exactly. I got tea. You got a clove cigarette. I've got. For 1942, that's what helps me. 1942, relax. It's, it's liquor. It's what? what? Bourbon? You don't know what 1942 is? What, have you never been to a party? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I've never been to a party. Oh, you know, speaking of Star Trek, I've got to tell you, uh, there's a guy in the Biden administration, uh, I think his name is, oh, forget it, I'll fuck up his name because I'm smoking a clove cigarette, but... Um, <laughs> He is uh, very learned. He's got two degrees, uh, nuclear physics, I think. He is in the uh, energy department uh, in charge of nuclear waste, disposing our nuclear waste. I'd love to talk to him. <laughs> let, me, let me finish. <laughs> no, I, he sounds like a great... Maybe I shouldn't talk to him. No, just let me tell you who he yeah, is. Okay. Okay. So uh, he was also an advisor in the Trump years, but he was not in the administration. Now Biden is bringing him into the administration. He is uh, an out uh, transgender. His, he goes by they. His, there are many pictures of him in a dress, I mean a full-on dress. And he does something with his partner um, called pup play, something with animal suits. And also, this is his quote, he said, also part of their... Pup play. Pup play, like puppy. Like scrambling around like puppies? I, <laughs> Bill, you could put your hand get, up and hear my ass. Where does he but get But you cannot ask me about puppies. Where does he get the energy? I don't. I, <laughs> wait, wait, do you hear, wait, do you, wait do you hear this. Among the things that they do, he and his partner, <clears throat> and I say they, meaning him and the other person, the, they works in both instances here, uh, what they do is. He, I guess it's some sort of domination thing, he ties his partner up, he said this, as a table and eats dinner off him while... He eats dinner off him. Ties his partner up as a table and eats dinner off him while they watch Star Trek. <laughs> I am not making... You could Google it. And he's, he's, he's high, high up in the department? Well, he's, he's the person he's, who's in charge of 
disposing oh, of nu- disposing nuclear waste. So he'd be no, incredibly he's interesting. Degree- Talk about what's happening in, in uh Yes. In no, he's MIT. He's a brilliant guy who's completely qualified. Have you ever wondered what the, how they, what they get off on I'm that? I'm not saying he's, n- he's not qualified for the job. He is. I'm saying he eats dinner <laughs> off his partner while they watch Star but, Trek. But that's humiliating, right? That's humiliation. There's some... Why is that a kink for people, is my question. Right. How do you love somebody you want to humiliate? That's my question. People are always doing things which, like to us, which I count us as the sane, are counterintuitive. Like how, I mean, you know, you know the old joke about the sadist and the masochist? They're in bed together, and the masochist says, hurt me. And the sadist says, no. Right. <laughs> See, that was, you brought me back to 1980. Where the audience didn't laugh? It just was. No, but I, I was ahead. I was. Death. I, in that instant, I, I I guessed what he was going to say. Death. Yeah. See, that's what I'm, no, see, that's what I'm said at the beginning of this. You're too smart for the Hollywood crowd. You know the joke before they say it, so you're not going to. Oh, that was like. Huh. The last person I told that to, I had to explain it. <laughs> That's what I mean. All types come here to Club Rectum, Bill. <laughs> promise you, promise me you'll hold my hand when I come. Uh, that that that's uh, that's a remarkable thing. I've often wondered about those uh, strange, what we think of as strange behavior. What how it how it satisfies. What is the satisfaction? Oh, the kinks that people have. There are men with small penises. God pity them who their kink is to make, have the woman, like, make fun of it. I guess it's making the best of a bad situation because you got a small dick. I mean, you know, what, are you going to pretend it's a big dick? No, you're going to, but that's, the, they want the, the woman to, like, just make fun of your tiny cock, your little button cock. You, it, that's a thing. I, I, it's yeah. puzzle. The, the human behavior like that puzzles me. No. Yeah. Of course, I can't relate to that at all. No, but your behavior of not having a permanent or semi-permanent relationship right. goes against I've, society. I've had serious relationships. Yeah, but for um, as most a year, right? No, that's as most lived with someone. I've, ah. I've had relationships that were, you know, three, five years. Where, where you uni- went out with them, where you were with them? Uh, Absolutely, uh, exclusively. Uh, exclusively. Yes, I was never a cheater, because a, a cheater is a liar, and I'm not a liar. I have many flaws, but I'm not a liar. So how lost are people generally by the time they, you got like four more years. Uh, <laughs> Before I'm 70, right? We've established that, Bill. <laughs> right. Yes. By the time you're <laughs> you know, you'll be popping I, I know, and you'll be 94. Okay, right. so you're always going to be ahead of me. So That's I mean, you're, you're, right. you're talking about it like like I'm going to be catching up to you, but it's right. never going to happen. Um, no, I, I, you know, I obviously when you get to, the, I'm officially a senior citizen, as are you. Ageism becomes, at least it has for me, become an issue, and I something I've I've certainly talked a lot about on my show as an issue. Uh, last sort of prejudice that you are allowed to have in this country is ageism. We are a country, I think, very unique about this. Other countries in the world, most Sp- countries... Explain what vener- you mean. I don't quite well, understand. Well, other that. countries venerate old people. Yeah. For good reason, because we understand, as the trade-off that you were just sort of alluding to, you're beautiful when you're young, you're passionate at the beginning of the relationship, and then it switches out. Now, the, the, that passion one, you can choose not to... Re- indulge in or, or, or do, but the one about aging, you can't choose. That's going to happen. You're going to be less beautiful, and unless you're a complete fucking nincompoot, you're going to be more wise as you get older. And that's why older people, again, are venerated in most countries in the world. You know, but this is the do only you feel uh, wiser uh, being... Of course. Here? Don't you? No. Oh, stop it. You, yeah. You're not a, you're not wiser than you were when you were 36. I don't know. I don't know anything. I oh stop. If somebody asked me for advice, I would say I I don't know what to do. I don't know. I can't give you advice because I don't know what I would do is not what you would okay, do. Okay, I'm going to give you some advice. You need to go to a psychiatrist because if you think you've never been to a party or that you are not wise and don't have advice to give, I think you're blocking things out. No, it's not that. It's that realizing that nobody knows anything. Well. That relatively yes. Well, I no, start- 
Absolutely, yes. Not, not, relatively, no. relati relatively Except, a I, little bit. Absolutely, okay. nobody knows anything. Okay, do you know not to put your hand on a hot stove? Then you learn something, and that is repeated throughout life. That yeah, you, but what uh, about that guy who said, hurt me, and the guy who said no? He would enjoy putting his hand on, on the stove, and he might say to you, you know, I enjoy putting my hand on the stove. Should I? And you would say, well, that's ridiculous. But he says, but I enjoy it. How do you know what's better for him or her? Oh, that is such a is hippie. Is that obtuse? It's not obtuse. It's just like so hippy-dippy. I okay. know lots of shit. And by the way, lots of people do solicit me for advice, and I'm happy to give it. But, uh, I, but it, what, a, what a responsibility that, I know. that is. Well, what, if, they, what if they say? Give, I, give me an example. This yeah. um, woman I know, mid-20s, she said to me, uh, I ran away from home when I was 18. I said, you can't run away from home when you're 18 because your ass is supposed to be out of the house when you're 18. But what because, if the wings aren't strong enough? Well, they should be by 18. Well, should be. Who's, who should? Everybody. Who says should? That's a big, raise your child. See, see, you're going by raise your child, should. And there's no should in raising. How do you know you've never raised a child? Where'd you get this shit? Canada? Is, is it? Vancouver's. <laughs> is, 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 is this like a Canadian way of looking at things? I mean, I, I no, I see. Look at this. I'm finding but, out but, so much yeah, about you. I've got to tell you, I as no, I, I say it, no idea. I realize I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was going to say, yes. Yeah, you may be I, right. I may be right. I, I I was so curious about you. I I I wanted to know more about you and oh. your youth. What and a what great you felt. beginning we've had. Oh, lovely. Like, what isn't, an it, exploration. isn't it amazing? to like sort of know somebody. I mean, I remember you doing my old show at the Playboy Mansion. Do you remember that? I believe I do. It, it was a, a ill-guided concept to like, it, it, oh, you know what it was? Remember back in the day when TV had Sweeps Month? Yeah. And they don't have Sweeps Month anymore? Of course, I don't think so, because like who watches TV? It's all in streaming and, you know, everything else. So, but like the month of February, May, and November oh, yes. is when they would take the ratings. Right. So they would like pump up every show with you know special episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to like do something special on those months or at least once a year. And so we oh we'll go to the play we'll shoot at the Playboy Mansion for a week. Um, by the way, half what really just he died at just the right time because he would have been me too real bad these days. He. Even oh, at death, they're coming they, after him. They're coming after him now. Right, but like he, he, every, every he article went, you're reading, he went like right before yeah. 2017, right like the one the yeah. Weinstein thing. He had yeah. some fucking timing. Anyway, did you know Kevin Burns, Kevin big heavy set guy, kind of a Burns and Trevor, uh, a beefy guy? He was about three or four. <laughs> Kevin, you couldn't have missed him. Kevin Burns. He, Kevin Burns was the producer of the of the show and became very friendly. Of what show? Of uh, of Midnight Thing at the Playboy. Playboy after dark. After dark. The old one. Yeah. Oh wow. And and he was he'd go to the movies all the time. Did you do any of that? Do what? Go. You know, <laughs> <laughs> focus on the flame. Uh, look at the flame. Um, uh, go to those parties at the Playboy. The Playboy Mansion. Yeah. Oh yes. Well, he people, was there a lot. I was there a lot. I mean, people thought I lived there, which was preposterous. But they had five big parties a year. They had the Midsummer Night's Dream party in the summer that was famous, the lingerie. I mean, everybody. Right in the cave. Remember the cave and the pool and the, the cave. cave. You mean the grotto? The grotto. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were never at a party. Well, how do you know I, I, about the cave? Well, because I was there doing things. I was there working. Working? Uh, yeah, well, you know, I was an actor, and I, was, what, what, I wasn't there at a what party. What scene was that? The, well, alien, was, the aliens landed in the grotto? <laughs> it was work. T.J. Hooker busted. Whenever I was in my moments of being single, I never ended up there, and I don't know why. Huh. Those girls... The girl, the, play, the, the well, Playboy bunny. Well, bunny, not bunnies. They're, bunnies are different. Bunnies worked in the clubs. They okay, were, the Playboy no, girls. They're, uh, playmates is the word. Oh, you're excuse looking. me. 
Boy, I got to get you a, a Canadian to party dictionary because you are lacking. <laughs> did you in did you go to the place? Okay, so I said there was five big parties a year. There was a Halloween party. He'd spend like a million dollars on like all sorts of scary shit and houses. And then there was a New Year's did Eve party. Did any puppies go there? Any guys dressed in puppies? No, <laughs> no it was just a, a whole heterosexual <laughs> fest. And... Uh, I would go to all the parties. You know, there would be invitations, and you'd go. Other than that, I would you didn't live at the Playboy Wait Mansion. Wait a bacchanal! The but, you're lying on the floor. Uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, Caligula with various Caligula -like uh, fluids stuff. coming out of various yeah, orifices. Yeah, it's Caligula-like stuff. Yeah, I really? Mean, well, yeah. Jesus. But you sound like you've always been a guy who wanted uh, a monogamous, serious relationship. Am I wrong? No, I was. I'm a guy who wanted to go to a Playboy party and had a monogamous, monogamous. What about that green chick you kissed? <laughs> Tell me you didn't get some of that when filming That's, ended for the day. That stuff rubbed off. <laughs> Was that, do you remember like what time of the day you shot that scene? Because like I know actors who say, it was like eight in the morning and her tongue was in my mouth. No. No, I don't remember that I, but there have been some beautiful women over the years, they oh thought, wow. Oh, you know, and, and yet, even then, long before the Me Too thing, um, there's something that's causing my eyes to cross. There is a <laughs> spider, like right here. Do you see it? There's something a spider? floating. Do you uh, see something in here? No, that... but I've seen spiders around. Okay, it may have been coming around. down. Right. So I'll just uh, make a quick But, you know, when across. you start seeing the spiders, Bill, <laughs> all I can say is, you know, I'm the one with the clove cigarettes. Uh, but we were talking about Bacchanal. Yeah. I'd like then... to know the definition of word Bacchanal, where the word Bacchanal, it's probably Italian. Oh, it, no, probably no, Latin, it, it's, huh? it's, it's uh, yeah, it's Roman. Yeah. It's the Rome, you know, it's yeah. the Saturnalia. The, the Greeks didn't have the word Bacchanal? No, that's a, I think that's a Latin word, but the Greeks certainly had... Bacchanals. Whoa. I mean, and much gayer. I mean, what we would call... Now we would call gay. They just saw it as putting my your dick in my ass. I mean, that, that was not like... That was interesting in antiquity. Have you ever had a homosexual experience? No. Why are you... <laughs> but it's <No>. early. <laughs> we are at Club Random. <laughs> you don't know ever no. a homosexual experience? No. Ever I, been fond of a guy? No, not ever in that been, way. Ever like, been looked at the... Well, what do you mean that way? Not Have you ever looked at a no. guy and said, that guy's attractive? No, I am... Have you ever looked at a beefy guy and said, that guy's beefy I, and attractive? <laughs> I, I, I'm, look, maybe it's just my generation or whatever... I am really, do not have a gay bone in my body. I am a very heterosexual. <laughs> Somebody's gay bone in your body. I'm a very heterosexual guy. I'm yeah. a flaming heterosexual. Always have been, you know, I, I mean, that's why, why does someone, you ask, why don't you ever get married? Because I like girls. That's the reason. I mean, like, some people don't get married because they don't like girls at all. And some people don't get married because they like them a lot. That's it. So, like, no, the idea, I mean, I'm a little homophobic in that, like, I don't, you know, I don't want to be touched by men, <laughs> except you, <laughs> in my, and, and in you my ass, <laughs> other than that. There's no danger there, you yeah, know. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, just, there's a, ra a range of sexuality, which I think we all recognize nowadays. Yeah, I mean, course. there's. There's like heterosexuals and there's certainly homosexuals and people trans and we all want to respect and we do res respect them all. But, you know, the majority of people are still, it looks to me like heterosexual people, you know. I, the, I remember when I made Religious, I tried to buy this song for one of the scenes with this. That was a great movie. Oh, movie. thank you. Oh, that was so thank you. fabulous. Yeah, I love, I'm glad I, got the chance to make finally walk around with a camera and yeah. talk about religion yeah and interview these people and I wanted the song uh, I think it was by Wayne Fontana and the Mindbenders and it was like the purpose of a man is to love a woman and the purpose of a woman you remember this song no <laughs> maybe <laughs> your take somebody somebody really you know somebody really missed a, a trick by not putting you in more 
comedies as you got older, like they did with De Niro? Because you have like that impeccable, dry Canadian. I mean, that take. No, I mean, very few people can hit it like that. Um, um, I wanted, and to... it's not too late. <laughs> right. You know? No, uh, I've done a lot, lot of comedy in my time. I yeah, but they should have a franchise for you, like Bad Grandpa or, you know, something like that, where you could, play, where you could do those kind you know, of... I can't tell you how much I hate being 90. Yeah, I, I, Aging the, the oldest man in space. Why, why are they saying old? I went into space. I was courageous. I went in, and I had an experience, and I came down. Oh, and I had a, why, what, why are they saying? To get back to my theme about ageism that I was yes. saying, like this is something I try, an issue I try to raise, the last prejudice allowed. It's like people, it's annoying that people don't understand that, especially as we get age, your mileage may vary. They act like everybody over 50 is in great decline. Many are, because as America, we are just not a healthy country to begin with. We don't do healthy things, we don't live healthy. But obviously, it just depends. This could be 90, this can be 66, or I know people who are 45 and are fucking old. You know, it depends on how you live as an individual. I am sick and tired of, of that. Like, you're 90, but that's... See, this is... I, uh, I'll be happy you're almost, if I... You're almost breathless I could, in your I'll passion. be happy if I couldn't get out of the chair in two seconds when I'm 90. If I'm even just here and I can sit here and, like, not know what... I Like, if I didn't know how old you were... It would never cross my mind. Like I said, when you look at somebody's face, it immediately you go, "Oh, I want to fuck them," or I, "or they don't look healthy." Like this, it would never, it wouldn't enter my mind. That's as much as you can ask for. Is that we just had this conversation? There's no, there's not one second where I was like, "Oh boy, he's lost a step." Thank you. The, the, so don't be that upset about I, it. I, I know the, this comes Though to if I was 90, I'd be shitting my pants. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but be sending it off to see if examine. I, talk to me, talk to me. I, I, you know, we've been here a while, and I know the time. I don't know whether you have a time. Uh, I have to because it's it's somehow this, which has been the, such a fucking amazing experience. It is. Somehow it's a, also a show. I'm, I, I'm, and yeah, I have to. But, and it's the best. Okay. But we'll do it again. But you'll edit. So we'll do it again. Absolutely. No, no editing. No editing. I wouldn't take one second out of this. All right, because then what the subject I want to talk to you about, you, if you have to bring this to an end, you bring it to yeah. an end. But the subject I would love to talk to you about yes. is the religious thing you did. Be, being, a, yes. you say an atheist, but you really mean, you don't mean an atheist doesn't believe in anything. You believe in the mystery. Well, that, was, that is what an atheist is. An atheist is just as Richard Dawkins, the most famous atheist, says, like everybody else, there was all these gods, the Roman gods, the Greek gods, many gods in history. You all eliminated all of them. I just go one further. I just also eliminated the last one. And he says, even on a scale of one to seven, one being utter certainty there's a God, seven being utter certainty there isn't, he says, I'm a 6.9. I would say that's my position too. Uh, utter certainty? No, we can't have that about anything. He says, there could be a spaghetti monster between here and Alpha Centauri. There could be, could be anything. I don't know, I always say I'm an apatheist. I combine apathy and atheism. I don't know, and I don't care. Well, but you're. I don't you, care. But, but you can't call yourself uh, uh, ap with apathy because you uh, passionately went out well, with a camera to examine I religions. Because I'm a comedian. Because when I pitched the movie with Larry Charles, the brilliant Larry Charles who directed it, I said, "Look, religion, comedy, it's hitting the side of a barn, and no one's done it. If you can't make hay out of you know a man lived inside of a whale." And you know a talking snake in the. I mean, come on. That's mostly what my interest in it was. Right, but but they took you seriously. But personally, I don't care. I don't care if there's a god, because I'll never know, and I'm going to live the same way unless he like actually came down or hit me with a bolt of lightning or stuck your hand yeah, up then, my ass. But then, but then, but then you're you're still forced to contemplate the questions, the eternal questions, so you, and you don't have any answers. Well, I don't well, have any answers. you're not forced to contemplate them. What's going to happen well, is that they're going to enter your mind, and then you're going to go, I don't know. Yes, you know what could really make your head hurt, Bill? If you think about, I mean, the universe we think we know from physicists is 14 billion years old, right? No. 
Yes. That's the last point of light. That's, that, that's that, when that the Big they, Bang Theory happened. 14 billion years ago. The, the, the Hubble telescope has seen a constellation 13.8 billion years away. Right. That's light not, years. Right. So, okay, that's so not, wait a minute. What you're seeing is the photon of light yes. 13.8 billion light years ago. Right. That constellation has gone somewhere in that time. Yeah, well, my point was going to be, yes, the Big Bang Theory happens at this point. Except where, it's expanding. Okay, so if you really want to make your brain hurt, you would ask the question, first of all, why, like, why is there anything? And if there was not anything, I mean, why is there a universe at all? Right. And if there is not anything, isn't that something? Right. These are questions that just make your brain hurt, so right. I don't deal with them. Like, I deal with, oh, shit, I need ice. You know, I mean, I don't want to be that deep. You know, I just can't go there with you. Except I, I that it leads... I'm not going to know in my lifetime. Sometimes it leads, and what you asked, if I came back with anything... Because I believe I, I'm sort of in your. Yes. In, I'm oh, sort of in your. Thank you for getting me back to that. I'm in, I never I, heard the end of that. I'm in your. Yes. Uh, cage. I'm in. <laughs> My man cave. <laughs> I'm in your man cave. I'm there because that's the way. I, basically, I feel. Except that. You said string theory, so that involves entanglement, and that involves vibration, and that involves being able to perhaps make things vibrate that gives you a parking spot at the restaurant you're going to go to, and a guy pulls out, you pull in. I, you know, I have a feeling you're like Johnny Carson. You know this shit a lot more in depth than the average person. You're, you, this almost is to you like what I am with politics. You know, I mean, I know my shit inside out. That's why I, I'm, it's so nice to be able to have this conversation here with you because my show, I mean, let's be honest, it's for like... DC insider types, you know, it's a political debate show mostly. I mean, asking the average person or even a celebrity to do that panel is like asking someone to suit up and play for the well, Lakers. The reason, but this, like, I can because find, that's dangerous. Yes, but like, I have a feeling the way I am with that, you are with science. I mean, I'm, I'm because like you're saying these things, and I'm like, oh, I'm vaguely, but I'll never understand. It's like I just trust you. Like I trust the people. Like. You and Neil deGrasse other Tyson people, yeah. and the uh, other people, like who, like, like I, if you asked me about the Big Bang theory, I'd be like, it's the most preposterous thing in the world that all the universe could have fit into something very small and then exploded. But like, I get it that they have ways of knowing this that I don't, and I submit. Like, you're smarter about this. I yield. You know. You know, it's a theory. It's a theory, but like, it seems to be one they have coalesced around. Well, it's Big a theory. Bang. Really? You think it's controversial? Isn't uh, science repeatable? Absolutely, uh, yes. That's the definition yes, of science. no. So repeat and, the Big Bang. And, and always up to be disproved. That's the, why it's different from religion and better, right. because we can disprove it. So, but, so the Big and Bang is somebody's idea of what happened, and there's all kinds of reason to think it happened, uh, but it, maybe it didn't. It's not repeatable. The, uh, the, the, the mysteries of why... The universe, our universe, seems to be expanding because of what we can see is like, why is it expanding? If only there was someone who could go where no man has gone before. Or gone where many men, more men. Anyway. All right. This thank has you. been <laughs> extravagant. I know, watch, it, watch me get out, <laughs> watch me get out can, of this chair. Since you're so reluctant out of this chair and since you were such an amazing guest and since... I've loved you for so long. You can't go down on that. I'm going to blow you. <laughs> Get your hands off of me. Yeah. <laughs> you had no trouble getting out of this no, chair. You, you, none you, you, have, you have a confidence problem. And I'm telling you, you've been to parties. Ooh.